episode it is, but it is our Christmas special of Hippie and the Caveman, as always with the hippie, Alicia. Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas to everybody out there. So, Alicia and I, we've started... I guess we can't necessarily it's an annual tradition because it's not, we've only done it twice. <laughs> so it sounds way, way more grandiose. But we just wrapped up what is becoming a Christmas tradition of watching Will Ferrell's Elf. That's right. Which we discovered, sadly, was made 10 years ago. I know. It's, <laughs> it's one of those, oh, I'm so old moments. Yeah. It was really depressing. <laughs> Zoe Deschanel, or however you say her name, she looks exactly the same. And Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, her. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that was made in 2003. So, Leash and I have eggnogged it, coffee, and uh, kahlua it up, watched mm-hmm. some Elf. That's right. She's made my dog a little gargoyle. She's messed with the pen light. <laughs> and she's, my dog's pretty pissed off, to be honest with you. No, she's not. She's waiting. She's in hopeful anticipation of more laser lights. Ah. It's like it would be her Christmas Eve gift. Oh. Flashlight, flashlight. She's going to stroke out now. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Christmas special, and so there'll be some Christmas topics. Uh, we came up with some random points to discuss, and one of which, the funny topics, was how we came up with the topics to discuss. <laughs> and right before we uh, pressed the record button, I said, oh, I got ideas I came up with while I was going to the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm sure Alicia in her mind was like, wait, he's just in the bathroom, probably going number one. How did he do that? And I don't know, so I, I would think that... All comedians say that some of your best thoughts come from that one room best in the house. Best comes from the bathroom. Yeah, so I have a dry, I have a dry erase marker, always ready to jot notes on my, on my mirror. Can you reach your mirror from the toilet? No, that just requires <laughs> that just requires like Rain Man. Like I have to recall, repeat a mantra, or in the shower, I'll be oh, thinking that the makes same sense. thing. But I won't reach out and jot it down. I'll just think of yeah. six things, get out real quick, and jot them on the. Mirror. That's why I need an assistant just to sit on a stool in the bathroom <laughs> and jot down. Jot this down, Mary. <laughs> and if her name's not Mary, she will. She will be referred. Mary. She'll go by Mary. Yeah, I never can come up with brilliant ideas in the shower because I'm too busy singing. <laughs> it's true. That's why I have free time in the shower because I don't sing in the shower. I don't believe it. Do you really sing in the shower? Um, almost every single time. Like Unless... loud or just kind of a hum to yourself? No, loud. Like. Like you on, use the acoustic reverberations on the wall. Wow. Oh yeah, like on stage. <laughs> oh yeah. You belt. Okay. You use your diaphragm. Yeah. Uh, here's this is like my mildly humiliating. Let's do it. <laughs> what? Do you have a, I've pre- gone do you down have a this road. I can't stop. Um, no, it just depends on what songs I'm really into. But one of my go-to shower songs. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> I sing the national anthem in the shower a lot. Isn't that sacrilege? As a part Canadian. Does no, it? no, I'm a, I have dual citizenship, and I will sing? say I sing both. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, do you, what's the what is it called? What's it reference to? Oh, Canada. But is it called Oh Canada? Like yeah, it's called when oh, we Canada. say sing the national anthem, we sing the national anthem. So if I was to say to you, sing Oh Canada, that's there's no. Well, other, you could also say it, the, the national anthem because it's the national Canada's, anthem of okay. Canada. Well, let's hear let's hear a bar or two of. Oh, oh, Canada? No, whichever one you want. Or it could be an awesome segue. You were singing Baby, It's Cold Outside. (laughs) What do you want to hear? I kind of want to see it here. It's Baby, It's Cold Outside. (laughs) And then that'll lead us into our... Exactly. The segue will follow Alicia Baruti's performance of, I think, Dean Martin was the originator of Baby, It's Cold Outside. Of of the date rape song? Of the date rape song. So chew on that one and then we'll talk about it in a sec. So... Oh my word, I've been put on the spot. All yes, right. you started. Just look off in the distance. <laughs> I really can't stay. I've got to go away. 
This evening has been so very nice. That's awesome. That's amazing. There you go. So for those of you out there that need to get to Alicia's YouTube channel, she has some amazing covers, and I'm not just kissing her butt here. They're actually astounding. Thank you very and much, I sir. I don't like music, so... Well, and this one of the reasons why I sing the national anthem in the shower is because one of my like career goal fantasies is to sing the national anthem at an NBA game. Why NBA? Because I'm a basketball fan. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> what? No, I was just gonna say it just doesn't seem like America's sport. If you were to sing the national anthem, I'm, I'm a baseball fan to an extent, but not like some you know Nazi baseball fan. But it'd be a baseball game. Hmm. No, it would totally be an NBA game, and I've been to a lot more NBA games than anything okay. else. And um, I'm usually quite irritated by the, the person that's singing the national anthem because I'm like, really, come on, I could do better than that. <laughs> and the light, yeah, nine times out of ten, that's their job, and it's a sad. They sadly destroy the national anthem. Well, no, and a lot of times they have like they'll have a special guest, like a local celebrity, or yeah, or you know, when it's a, like Veterans Day, they'll have like a veteran do it and stuff like that. But <laughs> so what I need, I need a good contact with an NBA team. Yeah. So anybody out there, we are uh, ahead of time before we get too deep into the uh, thirty <laughs> minutes of awesomeness you're about to get shoved down your ear hole. We need sponsors. That's right. Um, free sponsors. We'll start there. We'll get you hooked like a drug. We will be your crack cocaine heroin dealers and give it to you for free and start charging you later when you get hooked. So right now, free sponsorship. And if that happens to be an NBA team that wants uh, Canadians to sing the national anthem. I'm American too. And American. Yeah. So she'll appeal. that'll actually double your audience. That's right. There People you won't go. go, oh, stupid Canadian. They'll be like, oh, Canadian and American. That's two countries. That's right. You know what? World peace. I'm, <laughs> I'm bringing them together. I'm bridging, I'm, I'm bridging the countries. Yeah. People have tried and failed. <laughs> so we'll go back to the segue of Baby It's Cold Outside. The reason we picked that song is for those of you, if you're not a geek and don't know what Elf is with Will Ferrell, stop listening now. Walk to your bathroom. I'll give you a few seconds to turn the speakers up so you can hear the following directions. You're at the bathroom now. You're looking in the mirror. Now punch yourself. <laughs> because Will Ferrell's Elf should be a staple. It should be up there with the It's a Wonderful Life, Miracle on 34th Street. What else is there? National All the Lampoon's Christmas National Vacation. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I just saw that on a big screen nice. in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska. And go. all the claymation, Rudolph and Snow, and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Will Ferrell's Elf should be on top of that. So, or yeah. if you don't want to punch yourself in the face, you could just watch it. I mean, no, that's always... a prerequisite while it's loading up because no matter how fancy your DVD player is, you got at least fifteen seconds to <laughs> contemplate how and where to punch yourself in the face. <laughs> he digresses. <laughs> I digress. um, no, there's this great scene in it where Zoe Deschanel is in the shower and she's singing, and then Will Ferrell very creepily sneaks into the bathroom, which is kind of appropriate for the song now yeah. that I think about it. Oh, and God, yeah. it's singing along. But this song, it's like this classic Christmas song, like Baby It's Cold Outside. And it literally is about this man trying to convince her to stay over when she wants to leave. Yeah. And back in whatever, maybe the twenties or when Dean Martin was rocking the, the radio waves, it probably would never ever have those connotations. But nowadays no, I'm sure. I mean, it, I'm sure it did. It, it had the same connotations, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, it's fine." Yeah, it's Dean Martin. It's okay. But yeah, so I'm looking at the lyrics here. So she doesn't want to leave. Yada yada yada. Um, I better scurry. That's her saying. No, <laughs> I need to run away from you. And he's like, "No, don't hurry. Put some records on while I pour a drink." <laughs> and um, then it's worse. 
say what's in this drink and he yeah. totally avoids the question no cabs to be had out there yeah exactly wait so, <laughs> what do you put in this uh how about that weather <laughs> so it gets worse mind if i he says mind if i move in closer or she says that. I She's, well, no. She says, I ought to say, no, 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 oh, sir. Oh, so parentheses are her. Yeah. And he says, mind if I move in closer? So no is not meaning no to this guy. <laughs> At I'm least gonna, I'm going to say I tried. Say no. And then he says, what's the sense of hurting my pride? Yeah. He is so trying he to is, guilt her. Yeah, into lovey-dovey. Oh. And then it gets creepy. He goes even worse later. It's like, at least there'll be plenty implied. There's... Yeah, plenty is implied. And it says, then he goes, hey, if you caught pneumonia and died. He's like, you stay the night with me or I hope you die. God. It's troubling. It's troubling. So, I, I, yeah, it's it's a good, beautiful song if you don't listen to lyrics. And, um, yeah, so that's Baby It's Cold Outside. That was, that was a talking point, and it's so disturbing. It, well, it really is. I mean, you know, culturally... Obviously, you know, things change over the time and things that were accepted at yes. one point. Like, you know, there was a period of time. I mean, I hope this doesn't go too dark for Christmas. But <laughs> there was a period of time where it was, like, considered acceptable to, like, you know, smack your wife around. <laughs> like, When has that passed? Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. No. Uh, Exactly. No, I agree. Things so, have changed a lot. You know, I guess culturally it probably wasn't that. But it's a cute song. It is cute. <laughs> Ignore the innuendos of Rufus. Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe Chris Brown should do a cover. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I didn't say that. No, it's, he would do this. Yeah, I'll buy that. Oh, oh God. That's, that's a, if I could sing, we should do that. As, we, that could be a funny skit. Like a Saturday Night Live kind of skit. That's right. But I don't look like Chris Brown for a couple of reasons. That, that, does, that does pose a problem. Actually, Saturday Night Live, just this past Saturday... Um, they did a sketch of like a, a reverse of this and the girls wanting to stay and the guys trying to get her to leave. And it was to the same tune, but different words. Uh, and she's like, but it's so cold out. And he's like, it's not that bad. And, not... Yeah. Yeah. As no man ever said. <laughs> so we'll segue into our next one, but just because every time we record this show it's plagued with errors so i'm gonna hit pause and save and if you were a sponsor that fell into my free cocaine crack metaphor of sponsorship this is where your commercial would play that's right yeah i like that 11 minutes in you would have got free publicity so (laughs) pause okay yes we're back god Confidence is just oozing out of my orifices as we (laughs) don't say orifices. Your pores. Pores. No, my (laughs) orifices. It just took a turn for the worse. That's how much confidence I have. But not on Christmas Eve of all (laughs) days. Well, speaking of Christmas, funny you should bring that up, Allie. (laughs) Here was my notes. Here's the funny thing I wanted to bring up. So. Uh, ignorance. Americans are ignorant to pretty much every country because we don't think there are other ones out there. But True story. As how long were you in Canada? Uh, until I graduated from high school. Okay, so ex- Christmas traditions, pretty much the same. Pretty much the same, actually. Really? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, Except with a little less hate and a little less racism. <laughs> what? No, I. Well, Canada. The culture in Canada is just very different. Um. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, very much the same same traditions. We have Boxing Day the day after Christmas, which you guys don't have. Which uh, you told me what this meant, and what is it? Well, it's not what I probably think it is. No, it has nothing to do with punching people. Okay. Um, traditionally, I mean, it's a European holiday. Um, on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas, um, 
you know, the wealthy families would like package up leftover food and uh, like, okay. you know, other coats because they've gotten new stuff and all that and send it home with their staff, <laughs> with like their servants. <laughs> the and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh my God. Um, but what it's become now is it's basically like Black Friday. Like the boxing. After the fact. Yes, the Boxing Day sales on Canada are oh, crazy. Okay. okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, really, it went from like a good natured gesture of kindness and generosity to greedy consumerism. So, the exact opposite. You, know, you caught up with us? <laughs> so, anything like, did your family do anything unique, anything special? Or? I mean, we had, I think what we had like what I would consider normal Christmas traditions, like. You know, you get Christmas jammies on Christmas Eve, and you sleep in your Christmas jammies. Present the night before? Did you open a present um, Christmas Eve? It was the jammies. That was... That's it? Yeah, that was it. Um, I don't know. You know, like, we'd read the Christmas story in okay. the morning before we... It was always torture, because my, my parents would make us read the Christmas story, like, from wow. the Bible. Before, <laughs> you know, before we could <laughs> open any presents. That's exactly... It was before we could open any presents, we had to sit and listen to the Christmas story. Oh. Um, we didn't do Santa Claus, because my family was very religious. Um, really? Oh, follow up. Yeah, yeah. So no Santa Claus, um, but I mean, we kind of like had fun with it. Like, you know, as we got older, like when we were teenagers, we would like leave cookies out for Santa yeah. just because we thought it was funny. But when I was a kid, I never believed in Santa. Never. Like, so that wasn't in your family. Like, nope. that was never in your like vernacular. Was nope. no Santa Claus. Nope. I like, and my mom would tell us like, don't tell other kids because yeah, yeah. they think he's real. Oh my God! No kidding. A, yeah. a world without Santa Claus. I know, but he's right? he's based on the saint. So I know. I, well, it's kind of like saying Saint Michael isn't. Well, religious. but this gets you. This gets into the whole political thing of like the wow. roots of Christmas and the way Christi- like a what big sect of Christianity yeah. has like claimed that Christmas is theirs. Yet there's so many other religions that celebrate at the same same time of year, and so many like. Okay. Christmas traditions, like the Christmas tree, that was like a pagan symbol and all of yeah, that. Yeah. So, you know, that gets into a whole I, other political I never realm. thought of that. Well, that just crushed my follow-up question. Well, Aww. actually, as you're talking, no, I'm going to still bring it up. <laughs> but to me, Alicia and I were watching, a, I think we were watching Elf. However, now there's a new celebration for me on, on uh, December 25th, 2013. Stallone and De Niro are in a movie together. <laughs> so I think Jesus just met his competition. <laughs> So, for those of you out there on Christmas Day, I'm working on Christmas Day, so boo-hoo. But uh, Stallone and, and De Niro will have my butt in the seat at their movie celebrating Christmas because it's awesome. So, Stallone and De Niro, if you need some sponsorship. <laughs> the Grudge, yeah. coming out December 25th, 2013. <laughs> your, your biggest fan, although you're not, you're kind of cheating a little bit on Stallone. I mean, you're cheating with Stallone on some of your others. My other man crush. Your other, my man, other actor man, man crushes. crushes. We'll get back to that said way because I want to finish Christmas. Okay. But you can't ever finish Christmas. Christmas goes on and yeah, on. There's I mean, no end to Christmas. As, that's true. As far as hippie, hippie and the caveman episode, <laughs> whatever. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So you, I was the kid that my that your mom was telling you not to lie, tell the truth to. Yes, absolutely. And one of my best friends growing up sustained that lie way too long because I live in a world of fantasy and I was holding on to this glimmer of hope, this light in the abyss of darkness that Santa Claus was real. Way too long. But like, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> hope is never wrong. No, it's not wrong. But when it's, you find out the hope was falsely guided, yeah. it's soul crushing. That there, but, that always is the yeah. My tradition every Christmas. This is sweet, but this will be whatever. So my tradition growing up was to catch Santa, like the the guy that just 
got out of the old Green Beret world, the Green Beret child Jeff was like, I will find Santa. I don't care if I use a bear trap or a oh. bullet. I will catch this guy duct tape and oh, proof. Wow. No, it wasn't probably that thought That's out. But <laughs> I wanted to catch Santa. And I the, one of the stories, one of the most epic ones I had is I had this little, uh, like I had my own room as I was a little later, like maybe around 6th, 7th, 8th grade down in the basement my parents were trying to help me feel like independent and cool and growing up and I had my own room off our like our family room where we sat to watch TV and everything so I went to bed Christmas Eve and I had a uh, a ghetto blaster yeah, of course on your shoulder. of course yeah I absolutely. didn't put it on my shoulder and walk around with a cardboard box and break dance no but you know how those work is if they'll be playing music if you stick a headphone in the jack it ceases the music in the speakers and goes to your headphones sure so I duct taped the uh, ghetto blaster to the carpet, put headphones in the the jack, and then duct tape the headphones to the doorknob. So anybody that opens the door would unplug the headphones and the music and the blasting. music would blare. So I set a trap for Santa, and Aww. yeah, I was really proud of myself. And my dad went in to use the bathroom in there. Well, spoiler alert: uh, anybody that has kids that believes in Santa Claus, which is great, he's Norad's tracking him right now. Don't let him listen to the following. I don't think people's children are listening to our podcast. <laughs> Well, then we're not doing something right. <laughs> we need sponsors. Jimbery, call us. Okay, <laughs> hey, go on. Um, so dad opened the door to go to the bathroom because there's a little bathroom next to my bedroom. And the ghetto blaster goes blasting off, probably with new kids on the block or something. God only knows. Hopefully Van Halen. And of course, I'm like, oh, I got him! And my dad's like, oh, sorry, I decided to go to the bathroom. And that's the kind of Christmases it was forever. And then finally my mom, I think had pity, was like, i got to tell him the truth. And she told me, and it crushed like, me. Like, how old were you? This is like great, uh, junior high, 7th, 8th. Like, oh, way too late. Jeff, uh, that is like the sweetest thing I've ever but heard. But wait, this, this will crush your little heart. You might even tear up. So, after probably a day or two of sadness and like feeling like the world doesn't exist anymore. Like, I will rise above it. And so, um, I put on a... My dad had a Santa costume buried somewhere because he never really did that. I like, dress up as Santa Claus fool you thing, but I knew we had one. So, from there on out, I would wear the Santa costume. And I'm, like, in 7th, 8th grade, so it didn't fit me at all. So, I had the Santa costume was just drowning me. The fit, You know, the beard was falling off my face. And my sister would dress up as an elf. And we would stay... She learned, like, you know, she when she was born... She's like, ah, oh, there's no such thing as Santa. My brother's an idiot. This is my younger sister. So we would, uh, the place we lived in, in in Idaho was like, it was like the place to go for Christmas lights. Like the whole city would go there. It was just like yeah. known as the place to go. And so we would, her and I would stand on the corner, her and my little elf and me in the Santa costume handing out candy canes to all the little kids. And Aww. we did that every year for years after that to like... Santa Claus will live on through me. That's so sweet. Isn't it cute? I love it. Yeah, so that was my little I love trapping it. Santa Claus tradition. <laughs> it was kind of sad and sweet at the same time. So speaking of Christmas lights, there's a lot of places around you know around town that have like pretty epic Christmas light displays. Yeah. And I every year I take my kids on a Christmas light tour, and the best house, um, it always it's like the epic house, and their lights weren't working. Um, because we'd had like some this cold this weather. Year? This was this year. And so we went on two different nights and their lights weren't working. And so the second night we went, we're like driving by and they have their sign up like, sorry, no show tonight. And my kids are like devastated. Was sign and, for a show? That's like their yeah, biggest. No, seriously. Like, like when their lights are working, like people wait in line on the street, like to get in front of the oh house God. and it's coordinated to music and you turn your radio station on. It's amazing. Totally worth going. Um, anyway, no, seriously, even for someone with a cold soul like you, you would find magic in it. It might make you believe in Santa again. Um, anyway, so 
um, my sister came with us, the kid's auntie, and um, we're, like, sitting in front of the house, and we see the guy, like, kind of, we see movement, like, in the middle of all the display or whatever, like, like this dark, shadowy figure, and she's like, oh, it's him, I'm gonna go ask what's going on, and so... My sister, like, pops out of the car and asks him, and apparently because of the cold weather, like, his wires were frozen. He was trying to, like, he couldn't figure out what the problem was and all that. But so the kids were like, well, how come we didn't see him the first time? And so my sister and I were like, well, that's because he's a Christmas ninja. And, like, (laughs) we think it's all being funny. So that night, I'm tucking my five-year-old into bed, and my five-year-old goes, Mommy, is there really a Christmas ninja? Out of fear? Oh, my God. And I was like... I was like, no, Joel. I was like, we were just joking. And he was like, are ninjas real? Oh, God. <laughs> no. I want somebody to doodle uh, Asian ninja Santa. Like, with the whole ninja suit and his beard coming out of the, the mask. Well, and I honestly, like, I was like, I think they used to be real. But I honestly don't know whether ninjas are real well, or would not. Would you know? It's kind of like wearing, using Perk Plus. When they're like, you don't have dandruff. <laughs> I know. It's kind of like saying, have you seen have you seen, have you seen a ninja? No, exactly. Exactly. So they're the they are the they are the uh, folklore people of the hair, the what is that of called? Dandruff, dandruff shampoo? shampoo world. No, but seriously, are ninjas real? Historically, yes. Okay. Yeah, I the, thought the so. samurai and all that. I thought Watch so. Tom Cruise's movie with him as a samurai. I've seen it. Yeah, wrap your mind around that one. Only Tom Cruise could, Tom- could play an Asian oh samurai God. white guy raised by wolves or whatever. Don't even get me started on Tom Cruise. <sighs> I, I'm with you. I would like to punch him in the face. Little midget. I don't want to punch anybody in the face. So, ironically, we accidentally segued into our next topic. <laughs> Speaking of people we hate... Your actor crush. You meant you touched on mine, but I want to ask yours first. I, oh. I, is it? I I don't want to assume, but I assume I want to hear your female. Is it a female? It's a female. Because that's well, that's the point. Yeah, of, yeah. Um, I have an actor crush on Charlize Theron. I'll give you that one. Yeah, she's actually good. I mean, well, not only I have like a girl crush and an actor crush on her. Like I would switch teams for her, <laughs> and I think she's like absolutely amazing. So and then I also Rachel McAdams. I kind of have a little bit of an actor crush Ooh. on her too. She doesn't. I feel like she doesn't get the role as many. Yeah, roles. But she's no, I think, I think she's, she does too many rom coms. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I think she's better. She than could that. be the next Jennifer Aniston if she's not careful. Exactly, which isn't bad. Well, it's it's but. great if that's what you want your career. I mean, it's all. It just comes down to that yeah. whole like, do you want to just work? Or what kind of actor do you want to be? Which yeah. is kind of what we talked on with, touched on with, like the extra work. Yep. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that make a great career as an extra, and they make enough money, and they pay their bills, and they can say they've been in a lot of movies, and there's nothing wrong with that. But that's just not appealing to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll give you like Charlize Theron credit. Like when I first when I saw her in uh, Arrested Development. Uh huh. Yes. And I was laugh. I was like, wow, this chick does. Like, she does not take herself so seriously. She can't make fun of herself. No, she doesn't as a, at all. As a semi-handicapped, well, literally mentally handicapped child. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so I'll give you that one. Have you seen um, Zach Galifianakis' YouTube show, Between Two, or Fun yes. or Die, Between Two Ferns? Yeah. Have you seen the Charlize Theron episode? <laughs> no. um, I am almost 100% positive that she was high during that episode. I've actually heard that. And K- I think they mentioned they, that on K-Rock. I think they K-Rock. both were, and it's hilarious. Well. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Zach. Can you, I'm, it's Zach. Um, I literally, like, it is the funniest thing ever. Oh, you have to watch it. You have to watch it. Charlize, I love you. <laughs> yeah. If you would like some sponsorship, 
<laughs> podcast at jeffbosley.com. We will happily That's sponsor right. your next movie. <laughs> That's awesome. And we all know who your actor crush is. It's Ben well, Affleck. Well, yeah, on air. Well, prior to us going on, yeah, Ben Affleck is inherently like, duh. But I kept getting this John Hamm, like actually, two, yeah, probably about two years ago, um, this actress I worked with said something about this John Hamm. And it was like mm-hmm. when Mad Men, I think, first got popular. Yeah. And I'd never heard of it. I was like, whatever. And then so, like, I did this this retroactive following of him and I started watching Mad Men which is awesome but the more I watched it the more I loved the, his character's attitude like mm-hmm. there's a quote from the movie when uh, spoiler when he's left his wife but he's with this hot French chick and she's she's trying to get him to be all social and everything she goes oh come on you might actually have fun and in the most dry delivery ever he goes fun what's that <laughs> or he goes fun fun how do you do that or something and I was like I love this man I think I'm more it's in you. love with the character than John Hamm cool but then, you guys you certainly have a John Hamm and I will look. take that in a heartbeat I mean he's he definitely he's a little bit more of like the clean cut yeah. you know company man yeah, yeah whereas you have very much the same look but you have a little bit of that like special forces edge <laughs> I very well could possibly punch you in the face oh uh, yeah yeah oh yeah I can't see John Hammond in a movie where he gets in a fight exactly yeah. exactly but then Adrian Brody was in a Predator movie made famous by Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger oh yeah but that you know his nose was a good target for the bad guys because it's whoa huge. that was not nice I can't take credit for that that was on a radio show the other day <laughs> But yeah, so mine would probably be a tie between John Hamm's character in Mad Men, mm. Ben Affleck. Yeah, buddy. And I just watched Jersey Girl. Have you seen that the one with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, the one that got them together? Yeah, and it was a horrible movie. Oh, the show is over. <laughs> I know. I should, Are you serious? I can't ever say anything. Even the bad director about... writer hates his own that movie. I think it's the sweetest movie. Because you're blinded by Ben Affleck's glaring... <laughs> that sounds like a bumper sticker. Blinded by Ben. <gasps> oh, I wonder if you could make custom bumper stickers. Oh, yeah. I know Cafe tomorrow, Press. Tomorrow is Christmas, but you're going to have to wait for your Christmas <laughs> yes, present. Maybe next year. CafePress.com. No, no, you're definitely getting it this year. That will not go in my car. <laughs> blacked out how Chrysler you, 300. How do you know for sure it won't? That's true. Maybe I'll be a Christmas ninja <laughs> myself. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna pause and hit save on the. Uh, what you just say? What for Ben? Uh, the glaring. No. What was the? What would the bumper sticker say? Uh, blinded by. Blinded by Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so on the blinded by Ben bumper sticker, we're gonna hit pause and save real quick, and we're already twenty seven minutes twenty seven minutes into it. So cafepress.com, cafe press c a f e p r e s s dot com for all your t shirt mugs. Uh, mouse pad needs for any custom logo work over there and uh, you can get everything made. I can't handle it. <laughs> so enjoy the break. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. We are back. Um, thanks to our sponsors, cafepress.com <laughs> and benaffleck.com and Is that his website? johnham.com <laughs> and jeffbosleyforbenaffleck.com <laughs> and jeffbosleyforjohnham's character in madman.com <laughs> GoDaddy has a lot of work ahead of them. GoDaddy.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of web domains. I um, I actually lost my web domain. <gasps> was it your name? Uh, it was my name. It was AliciaBaruti.com. What are the odds? Um, no, no, no. It's like total... It's a BS. 
sort of thing. Like what there's a lot of um, companies that like watch when web domains are coming up for expiration and it was on a credit card that was from like my marriage and all that. And so um, I didn't, wasn't even paying attention. And so it expired and they bought it up right away. And it's just some Is stupid... Is it a just in case thing? It's like a celebrity gossip. It links you to celebrity gossip sites. And I emailed them to find out how much it would cost to get my domain back. And they want like $500 to get my domain back. So yeah. they just buy it on the cha- the off chance. Yep, like, that you'll so want it back. Ten years ago, if somebody thought like DwayneTheRockJohnson.com, they snag it up and then he becomes famous. They well, they, they just... They, they hope have, it's to turn a crazy profit. Exactly. That's exactly what they do is they like do general searches for like random domains and they watch them like as they come up for expiration and then they buy it up thinking, oh, you're going to want your domain back because I had a website, AliciaBaruti.com. And now so they, they want, pretty like, much just, oh my God. They I know. Hop, it's they horrible. They hold your domain hostage. They hold it hostage and it's like a celebrity gossip site, which I guess is mildly flattering because yeah. it's like they saw that it was an actor and so they like... Yeah, they have but, faith that it could be worth of money. Anyway. That's horrible. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have mine on auto-renew, so thank yeah. God. Because of GoDaddy.com for all your domain needs. Well, mine, it was the, it was the credit card that it was attached to. It was no longer oh, active. So yeah, and I just, you know, I wasn't paying attention to that stuff. I would have but never thought. I'll probably, I'll probably just get a different domain, like alicia-baruti.com or something, because I'm like not going to pay that much money. Alicia, half Canadian, half American, baruti.com. <laughs> yeah, that's easy to remember. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally easy to remember. It'll fit, like, on my entire business card. You can bring it around the back. <laughs> All right, so we have no segue into my follow-on thing. So, yeah, this is a Christmas special. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Uh, Alicia's going to her Christmas Eve religious uh, preference of choice service. Sure. Uh-huh. I don't know. And I'm going to Christmas Mass, um, <laughs> Christmas Eve Mass, which is a lot of uh, kneeling and standing, kneeling and standing, kneeling and standing, repeating a lot of stuff, and then kneeling and standing some more. Yeah. So go Catholics. <laughs> However, our new Pope I'm, is awesome. Yeah. I totally like. He's renewed a lot of faith in organized religion because I don't really identify myself with like religious organizations yeah. per se. But you know, it's Christmas Eve. I want to go to church. There's something Absolutely. very beautiful about you know that sort of thing. But yeah. the new pope is awesome. Yeah, he's. I mean, I've tweeted him. Yeah, he's. Yeah. He hasn't responded, <laughs> Mister Francis. I'm talking to but you. No, you know what he does though. Like he responds to emails. Like yeah. he'll like respond to individual emails every once in a while, which is I'm amazing. Gonna, I'm going to tag him. Yeah. Sounds very unchristian what I just said. <laughs> so, but segway. where you were segueing to, it's the end of the year. End of the year, New Year's resolutions. Do you believe in them? And if so, I sound like who's the guy on the inside the actor's studio? So, <laughs> what is this? What name? are your favorite swear words? Um, I I'm not a huge fan of New Year's resolutions. I think um, I think it sets you up for failure. <laughs> no, I really like. I believe that setting goals is a good thing and. Um, looking forward to things, but I've never really been a huge one for New Year's resolutions. Um, last year on New Year's Day, my kids and I took them out for dinner, and I asked them like what their New Year's resolutions are, <laughs> and they were actually pretty awesome. I'm actually going to have to pull them up. Your kid, her, at least your kids amazing. are like crazy. Like Robin, <laughs> if, if Robin Williams could take a sedative and be crammed into a little person's body, that's awesome. Your kids are geniuses. They're just way beyond their their years as far as wit and humor. So let's see. Uh, my kids' New Year's resolutions for the year 2013. Um, my six-year-old, he was five at the time. Um, he's a boy, obviously, by the pronoun he. Uh, his New Year's resolution was to eat more sugar to get enough energy to kill King Kong. So, 
for the nerds out there, I watch way too much movies. Have you seen Training Day? Yes. With Denzel Washington, where he's like, "I'm Mother effing King Kong." <laughs> I, I now picture. That. I will. I want to like make those match because it's Denzel Washington losing his mind, swearing, and <laughs> just. Big black tough guy, right. and I want to see your six-year-old go. I'm Mother <laughs> and King Kong. That's awesome. After he got shot, and he's all spitting in the camera. <laughs> and okay. then my four-year-old wanted to. His New Year's resolution was to eat food with polar bears. Your kids with <laughs> like with like made of or uh, in no, the company like, of in the company of polar bears. And then my daughter said that she wanted to eat healthier. She's for... growing up. <laughs> yeah, she's growing so, up. And then my my New Year's resolution last year was to make enough money to take my kids to Disneyland. Um, which I actually I'm, I'm I have a special fund that's set aside just for Disneyland money. And like it's actually doing pretty well. Make it this we're year, we're you going think? for this. We're going in the summer. I'm pretty excited about it. For sure. I mean, can I take? Can I come? <laughs> like, of course you can come. <laughs> Only if you believe in the magic, though. You oh, <laughs> you will be surprised. Um, uh, Toontown. Uh huh. Oh. And and start the Star Tours ride. Uh huh. I will become a child. Like I walk up and down the grates of Star Tours because it makes the metal sound Han Solo made when he walks up and down the metal grates. That's oh, pretty awesome. I believe, yeah, I believe in happiness and faith when I'm so here, So here's my next question. This is really oh, horrible. So um, if I take my kids to Disneyland... I will babysit. And you should... No, no, no. You should come with us, but I want you to pretend that you're my personal security. Oh, that was worse. <laughs> I will wear a suit and an earpiece. Right? That'd be like forced attention. People are like, I don't know who that is, but would she that, has a bodyguard. Wouldn't that be so much fun? You can. Tr- I think the human condition. Did you ever play the game when you'd come out of like a classroom in like high school or college or whatever, and you just walk out and start looking? Like we would do this thing, we'd walk out of our classroom, look up at the ceiling, mm-hmm. and you could have the whole hall stop and look up, and there's literally nothing <laughs> and there. There's nothing. So it's just it's just like the sleight of hand, like pulling a dime out of somebody's ear. If we could just force people to assume you're famous, I, that's what I'm saying. But then. I'll ride off your coattails. <laughs> That's fine with me. I was no, like, but ah, I, it's, I think it's one of those like actor things. Like I live my world inside like a movie land. It's like what I said about the elevators. Yeah. Every time I get in an elevator, I want a reason to push out a ceiling panel and have to climb on top of the elevator. Exactly. I wish my yeah. In the world of fantasy, I want something to happen where I got to drive my car around really fast with guns shooting out the windows. And I'm fine if it's just in a script. I'm like, this is the thing though. All of these things, I'm fine if it only happens in a script. If someone will write a script where I get to like climb out the top of an elevator and stand on top of the elevator, that desire will be satisfied inside of me. So I don't know. I think New Year's resolution. I, I don't, I'm not a big, you know, but you know, it's always, I like to look forward to the new year with like, hope and expectation because you know that's the way i look at life like there's you know good things coming into 20 2014 okay, yeah i have to say it <laughs> so i have no re- new year's resolutions if that's the case <laughs> no but do you do new year's resolutions no because i i hate like i hate is a strong word but i hate i, I hate like definitive timeline markers like actually i really don't like my birthday because it's, it's a set time in, in the calendar year that defines a year has passed. Same with New Year's. It means a year has passed. But that's a beautiful, But I get negative. Thing. I look on the flip side of it. You look at all the new hope and wonder and all the potential. I look at the things, okay, well, a year ago I was doing the same thing or a year ago I didn't, I wanted this and didn't accomplish it. So I look at like the negative, basically. Mm. And therein lies the differences between the two of us. Hitting the caveman at its finest. Sure. I didn't kill a brontosaurus, and she's all like, everybody hugs, so. Yeah, I didn't kill a brontosaurus. You know they're all dead, right? That's, that's why I can't kill them. One of the problems. <laughs> I know, exactly. 
details. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we are wrapping up at 36 minutes That's without so even trying. So That's so bad. Leave it to Kahlua and Eggnog. Well, I will, on, on that end note, I will challenge you to look for peace and <laughs> hope and expectation and wonder in the new year. I give you expectations. <laughs> I work. I work on peace and hope and wonder. I wonder what my expectations will be in the new year. I hope they're accurate, and I will piece together results. <laughs> oh, peace like the, the hippie thing. Peace like like John Lennon. <laughs> oh. All you need is love. Oh God. <laughs> We, we'll that, save that for next yeah, time. We'll we'll Thirty six minutes into it, gonna, that's our teaser. That's right, our teaser. Next time, we will we will hook you in with a conversation about John Lennon. Yeah, Beatles versus the Monkees versus Led Zeppelin. Stay tuned for the remaining live mem- band members of the three bands. <laughs> um, here's where your sponsorship could go: Beatles.com. <laughs> I don't even know. I wonder if we'll get sued for any of that. I don't know. Promoting <laughs> promoting you can't, you people's can't trademark web. Beatles. <laughs> Pretty sure you can. Uh, probably that's true. So we'll just keep teasing on it and burn in pretty hard. And stay tuned next time. We're also going to have a conversation with Yoda talking to Christian Bale's Batman. <gasps> Ooh, I'm excited. I'm you... excited. See, that's something to look forward to. Exactly. In, the new year. in lieu of your singing, I'll I'll give you a taste <laughs> yes. of that conversation. <laughs> and this will hook people up. Well, because you sang, maybe that's it's right. cold outside, okay. and you were blushing. Go. So here's how it'll go. You're not supposed to tell them I was blushing. <laughs> she was not blushing. She was confident. She stood up and pounded her chest with her fist. <laughs> okay, go. Okay. <laughs> Where's the joker he is? <laughs> I'm Batman. I don't know where he is. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it was good. a good impersonation, no, but good. put Yoda and Batman in a room together. Nobody's think, done it yet. I think seeing a, um, a six foot six man that could probably kill you with his bare hands doing a Yoda impression was Christmas gift for me. Gift for you it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So on that note, Hippie and the Caveman Christmas special. Um, sooner or later, we'll have some guests. I have a couple in mind. Possibly a fitness instructor will actually deviate from just random shenanigans. Nice. And now that I'm 100% out of the military, we'll actually come up with a show format. Cool. And so stay tuned for that. The okay. Beatles, Monkeys, Love Zeppelin thing may happen. Batman and Yoda has been beat to death after the three-second impersonation already. <laughs> we need sponsors and all that. So if you don't click or like us on iTunes, go to pod or email us at podcasts at podcast singular at jeffbosley.com. Uh, anything and everything goes as far as topics. I've noticed a lot of popularity things on the iTunes uh, link, so we appreciate all that. Tons of hits and likes, mostly because most, I pretty much always posted Alicia's picture because <laughs> I knew a uh, hot blonde was way better than me. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this show and the rest to come. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Another happy holiday. Bullcrap, it's Christmas. Bullcrap, it's Christmas.